Yeah. What'd you say? Oh, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like keeping myself on the thing too. There and I going. But you can hear me talking? Yes. Yes, I can hear you. Yay! These headphones work. It's so much clearer. Wow. I'm excited. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Welcome to Almost True with Laylee and Sophia. I'm Laylee. And I'm Sophia. And today we're going on a first date. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many of these things, how many of these questions I can answer for you. Like how much I know about you. You know, if well, it's a first date. That would be so date. funny if we like pretended to be each other. <laughs> oh my God. New idea. How do we? Okay. You're me. What do I okay. like to do all the time? You really like to um, take care of your plants. You really <laughs> like, like, <laughs> right now at least, you're super into. Okay, sorry. If I'm Sophia, I would say, well, I really love to go hiking. I love to go to the beach, just get out into the wilderness, into whatever away from people I love spending time with my dogs and my family I have this giant plant shelf and I take care of them and I spend a lot of time repotting them and I do yoga and I go to the gym (laughs) and (laughs) I'm just a babe I I sound like the biggest Portland hippie like oh my god that sounds like my tinder bio when i had one like ah oh that's funny okay okay laylee what do you like to do in your free time if i'm laylee i like to spend time with my hubby chad and invent new card games with my family and go to dinner um I'm a little craftsy, but I'm pretty low key about it. I also like doing yoga. Um, sorry, my dog's losing her mind. What else do you like doing? Can you hear her? Yeah. <laughs> She's a pain in my ass. Hmm. I like to go on long walks on the beach. And <laughs> you're definitely a beach babe. I remember going to the beach a lot with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason um, we live on the beach here. <laughs> yeah. Touche. Um, have you been using your cricket machine? Mm-hmm. What stickers have you made? Um, That's why I said you're low-key craftsy, because you, like, you do artsy stuff, but you don't talk about it. Yeah, that's true. I made, um, I made this Father's Day card for my dad with it. How freaking cute is that? Yeah nice right on okay this next question is super easy i know are you more of an indoors or an outdoors person outdoors <laughs> yes get me outside but without people that's the thing yeah. i'm not like i just yeah i want yes. the woods but no people that's one of the things that i dislike about california is even though we live in a county that's tiny it's a tourist area. So on the weekends and during the summer, there's always tons of people everywhere, all on the hiking trails, all the beaches. So it's really hard to get outdoors locally where there just isn't anyone. But if we go like an hour and a half east, there's literally nobody. <laughs> the drive's worth it then. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. But um. yeah. Okay. I don't know if we can answer this next one for each other. Who's the most fascinating person? I'm not the fascinating person you've ever met. I'm going to be so upset. I'm just kidding. It's so funny because I was definitely just going to say Sophia's the most interesting person, fascinating person, and interesting and humiliating and humiliating. Humiliating? (laughs) That's not even a word. I don't even know where you're trying to go with that one. I was going oh my for God. humiliating. Why am I humiliating? I was making a joke. Oh no! 
Oh my god. It backfired. Yeah. That's really okay. I'm the my most ego's um okay i'll let you answer this one genuinely who have you you've met famous people i have met well yeah i've met famous people i don't like no famous people but i've met let's see here i almost said seth mcfarlane but that's not his name no i met seth myers we went to his show and jimmy fallon's show um I've met Rain Wilson. I've met Carrie Elwes. Who else have I met? I feel like there's more. Would that be fascinating in the sense of like they're a celebrity, so it's cool, but. Yeah, I don't know. Fascinating, such a weird. Can you hear my? Can you hear my chair? Yeah, I can hear you. No, it looks like um, something's on fire in my apartment complex. Oh, that's fun there's like a ton of smoke right in front of my windows and it stinks yikes there was a huge there was a huge fire here a couple days ago it was like it started at like 3 p.m on monday on the beach and it grew in like four hours to 400 acres they had to like evacuate the town and my god it was really bad yeah okay well keep me updated on the fire (laughs) It looks like it's dissipating. I don't know. Maybe someone just like cleaned out their earth grilling or something. But it's only eleven o'clock. Maybe they're maybe they're doing like a um they're burning like an ex-boyfriend effigy. There we go. I'd be I'd be on board with that. (laughs) I was gonna say we should do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um yeah, I can't say that I've met anybody famous. Um the only person that I got a signature of that I can remember was the woman who organized the Olympics in Greece. I was oh, walking cool. by and she was having dinner. Yeah. And she's like the head honcho and she signed a napkin for me and I have it framed somewhere, but I was also like seven. I don't really remember it. Um, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> when it comes to like, I'd say Albie's fascinating, but that's an inside kind of people don't know who yeah i know that was, yeah. that was the first person that came to my head too that's really funny. is it really yeah that is okay funny. so clearly we've we've met like at least one interesting or fascinating, fascinating. famous person yeah um okay what was the last book you got really into <laughs> you're gonna laugh <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my my library. The last book I read that I was like totally engrossed in and read the whole thing in the bookstore and then bought it was Indoor Jungle. And it's a guide to indoor house plants <laughs> and to designing your own indoor jungle. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's so cute. Yep. That's my book. <laughs> How about you? Um, I'm trying to think. I've read there were two books that I read each in a day. Um, One was Jenna Fisher's. It's like an actor's guide or something like that. It's all about her process of getting, of going from theater school to um, being a professional working actor. The other one was Mindy Kaling's called is everyone hanging out without me and other concerns? Aww. And that one was pretty funny, but I don't know. I I kind of go back and forth with how I feel about Mindy Kaling. She's really funny, and she's really smart, and she's a really good writer. But her ego is, like, huge. Too huge. <laughs> and so it's kind of hard to read stuff that she says sometimes because it's like I know I'm so great but she is so it's kind of like worth it but not I don't know but is it this well but Lizzo's super like all about herself but in like a humble way at the same time yeah I'm not dissing on Lizzo everyone loves Lizzo no like Mindy Kaling talks about 
one time and this, I mean, this book is like 10 years old for one. It came out in 2011. Oh my God. Um, But she talks about this one time she got into, she was always arguing with her boss when she was a writer on the office, which like for one, she got that job because, and she had not really done much else before then. Mm-hmm. So she somehow landed this like awesome gig and then decides to fight with people about it because she feels she's right to the point where her boss literally kicked her out of the office one time because she wouldn't agree with like, it's your boss, man. <laughs> yeah. On. Yeah. You have to respect the superiority. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Sorry. so there's a list. This is a list of 160 questions. So I feel like going, continuing to go in order is going to take us a day and a half to go through all of these. Yes. Okay, I just skipped to uh, 19. What TV series do you keep coming back and rewatching? Oh, <laughs> I have two. Okay. Um, Parks and Rec oh, is my. one of my favorite shows. Um, the Parks and Rec theme song is my ringtone. Um, uh, I just absolutely adore Amy Poehler I think she's fabulous but also How I Met Your Mother I own the DVD box set it is such a good show and it really holds up I love that you have a DVD box set yeah I also don't have a DVD player so (laughs) (laughs) How does that work? <laughs> Just don't ask. <laughs> okay. What about you? Um, okay, well, Friends is my go-to. Mm-hmm. Always. Love that. I I don't know why. It's just a it's a comfort thing. It's just good background noise. And right now I'm also currently re-watching all 16 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. As if it's the first time I've ever seen it. And my mom was like, You're dumb. She was like, Do you still cry? <laughs> And I was like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, of course I do. George O'Malley just died. And she's like, you've seen this like 17,000 times. Why are you crying? But so actually there's three. There's Friends, Grey's Anatomy, and New Girl. I love New Girl. I think Nick is hilarious. I don't really care for the seventh season. It's just meh. But like mm-hmm. the leading up two parts are pretty great. Yeah. And Doey, oh my goodness. <laughs> What's her name? I'm really struggling today. What's her name? Zoe. Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> it's just adorable in everything she does. Yeah, she really is. T saw a picture of her without her bangs and was like, that's not Zoe. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, babe. Go ahead. You go. You go. You <laughs> go. What fad did you never really understand? There are so many of them. Right? Uh, I never understood dyeing your hair color that wasn't, like, a normal natural hair color. Really? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. blue or green or whatever. Yeah, because... And this is my reasoning. Not because I thought it looked bad, but because I knew the maintenance to keep that color, that color when you first dyed it was going to be a bitch. And when it faded, it looked ugly. And so my thought was, why would you put yourself through all the rigmarole to get your hair a color that's going to last you one day and then you wash it and then it's going to fade and it's going to look like trash and you're going to do a whole bunch of other shit to it. Um, And that's because I was friends with my, well, my older brother, his girlfriend and her mom were hairdressers. And so from like a really young age, they were always kind of around and they would talk to me about like, well, if it, you, it fades, it turns like lavender. And then actually just recently, that same girl, I saw her on Instagram, turned her hair, she put toner in it and it was lavender and then it turned green. And I was like, that's exactly why I don't do this. Like, I just don't understand. <laughs> that's funny. Also, I don't understand why ripped jeans cost more than regular jeans because there's <laughs> less fabric and like you can just buy your own cheap jeans and rip them yourself. Mm-hmm. And why do you need rips on your knees? Like, I don't, why are your knee poking through your pants? I don't get it. There's a lot, actually. There's just like a lot of little things where it's like, I don't understand why you would, would do that. 
Do you feel the need to keep going? <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to stop myself before okay. I say something stupid. <laughs> How about you? You look like you had the rant face on. You were like, <laughs> I do. I totally do. I, I really, there are a lot of things that I'm just like, why do you have chains on your wallets? Why was that a thing? Why were the like slippers in the 90s, the slippers? I sound like my dad. Why were the <laughs> flip flops in the 90s, like five inches tall? Like, why do you need platform flip flops? I don't get it. But you know what? I had them and I thought I was cool. It's, I just look back and it's like, and plastic shit. Like, why would I have plastic shoes? Like those spongy Mm-hmm. not the croc style plastic or like not the foamy good stuff but like like the jellies um, yes because i always got blisters and that shit was not comfortable you know like yeah. i don't or know like like clear colored plastic anything like those little purses that were transparent pink i don't need everybody seeing my tampons right what's going on uh-uh Mm-mm. yeah no i completely agree with that also faded tips why why would you bleach just the top part of your hair and then style it so it sticks up like a mountain range? Why? <laughs> hey, man, if Justin Timberlake can make it cool, it's cool for everybody. <laughs> right? We should have worn the platform flip-flops. Yes. Yeah. Um, the platform on the, slippers. On the, on the subject of slippers, socks and sandals, I know it's like a funny thing, but people genuinely wear it. I cannot even if it's in my own house wear slides if i'm wearing socks or anything that's just you know what i felt very passionately about this for a while too and then i did it and then i was like (laughs) i fucking get it it is so (laughs) comfy i the other day i went out with my mom and i wore my workout always in workout clothes so Mm -hmm. i just had like a bunch of with leggings and then I had like knee-high socks like cute knitted <laughs> socks with my adidas slides and my mom was like you could not look any more pacific northwestern right now <laughs> like actually I don't I think over my like nike jacket I had a um a red plaid fleece on and just the whole look the whole mm-hmm. aesthetic my mom was like you've really morphed into everything you've said you don't like and it's true but it was comfy as I was like, you know what? I just rolled out of bed, put a jacket on or my fleece on and my socks and my slides and I'm out the door and then I'm going to go back home and I don't care. And like, it's not that I feel cool. I just feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I get you. It's not pretty. I will tell you that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going clubbing in that outfit. That's for sure. But if I'm just running to Michael's to get some more fabric. Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah. No, I like, I understand it. I just personally don't agree with it again house shoes i don't understand house shoes i don't know if this would be considered a fad because it's like a thing in countries yeah but i don't know like my family my extended family growing up you just take off your shoes and then you just have socks or bare feet in the house you don't Mm -hmm. put on shoes I guess I get house shoes more than I get wearing your shoes in the house. I think that I definitely don't understand. Wearing your shoes inside the house is super dirty, and I totally get that. Um, I am just kind of a no-shoe person anyways. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was dancing, I felt like, in a weird way, I was kind of binding my feet because they were always in ballet slippers and, like, jazz shoes and tap shoes and whatever, Mm -hmm. so my feet were pretty narrow. And then I went um do my god sister's summer house in greece and on the island none of us wore shoes and i didn't wear shoes for three months and we were just <laughs> rock climbing and diving oh, and swimming no. and it changed my life but also it changed my feet and yeah. it permanently like widened my feet and changed the muscular structure of my feet so when my mom came and visited she's like i haven't seen you wear these cute heels in a while and i was like that's because my feet got fat and I don't like, I went from wearing super tight shoes to all of a sudden being barefoot all the time, all the time. And if I do wear shoes, it's my slides. And if I don't, they're my Nike weightlifting shoes. Literally that's, those are my three things like barefoot 
slides or weightlifting shoes. And so my feet have just gotten super wide. So my mom like braided my claws and was like, look at all these cute heels I can wear because your feet got too wide for them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's why I like hip hop because we were allowed to wear tennis shoes. <laughs> yep. Yes. I sometimes I want to be super girly and like be with the fads and I like the outfits that like on Instagram and stuff you're scrolling and you're like, dang, mm-hmm. that girl looks really good in that. And then I look at like the clothes I have and it's all like gym clothes. All mm-hmm. I have is gym clothes and weightlifting. And then I've got a bunch of nice shoes up top that I literally never wear. Yeah, but they're cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I have like three dresses but they're all like sundresses I have a a couple rompers and then I have jeans and t-shirts and yoga pants <laughs> yeah I have a section of my closet that's just gym clothes and then I have all very very business like professional into a courthouse clothes mm-hmm. and then my mom when she was staying had to dress up in a gown and then change her zoom background to the oscars because it was like they're doing an oscars event for her work (laughs) so i had a gown that actually was from high school prom that still fits both my mom and me wow and yeah i know my mom was like see this is why i lost weight (laughs) like perfect timing mom (laughs) so she fit into the but it was like it was one of those really, it was gold floor length, one shoulder with sequins all over it. It's absolutely beautiful, but it's like, she can wear that to an Oscars event for work or I've got gym clothes. Like there's no happy medium in there for me. How can I not picture that on you? Did we I have a picture of it? Um, I don't know if we did. <laughs> <laughs> Long pause. I don't, I went with the um a lot of dance people wait was that was it junior or senior year um this actually might have been this was junior year had to have been because we didn't have like homecoming or anything yeah here i just sent you the picture of it okay because junior year i went with i went with a group of people but i spent most of the time dancing with um Oh, yeah that dress okay I remember that mm-hmm. I remember seeing that yeah. picture on like Facebook or something and being like she looks so pretty <laughs> but then I know senior year we went with the same group but I, don't, I still don't think we hung out together I looked like a mom senior year it was not funny it was I bought the dress the day of I put no thought into it and I just didn't care and then I literally looked like everybody's mom <laughs> Uh, senior year, I wore a flapper dress. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you looked really good in that. Yeah, that was that was thanks to um, thanks to our friend who gave me this like sequined headband yeah. and did my makeup and hair and everything, and she completed the look for me. Didn't we all go to the old spaghetti factory together? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember that totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I really like If that there dress. was an Olympic... Oh, oh sorry. Cool. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm still looking at the um, picture. <laughs> look at me all you want. Okay. If there was an Olympic for everyday activities, what activity would you have a good chance at winning a gold medal in? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> See, this implies that you're naturally good at life. Yes. Which... (laughs) Out lately. (laughs) I don't know. Answer it as if you were me. And I'll try and answer it as if I were you. Okay. Okay, I would have to say... (laughs) Don't take this the wrong way. You're just really good at this. (laughs) Ranting... Okay. Okay. Ranting, arguing. You're really good at like sticking to your guns. <laughs> I don't know if I like this. <laughs> like, I, like I said, don't take this the wrong way. It's just you're, these are everyday things that you're really good at. What else are you good at? You're really good at making 
smoothies. Like you always have a different kind of smoothie and I don't know. I feel like that's that's something you could actually compete with. <laughs> cool. I dig it. Thanks. I'm drinking swamp water for the record. Nice. Yeah, it's my daily greens. Um, <laughs> I was expecting you to be like keeping house plants alive or something like <laughs> you're really good at arguing just... wow <laughs> maybe i should be a lawyer i'm in the wrong profession <laughs> you'd make That's a good funny. lawyer you would make a good lawyer i thought about it but f- law school dude holy yeah. smoke yeah my, Actually, my cousin just got into law school is it a four-year degree and then law school yeah yeah that's what i figured could you fucking imagine if I get my degree in neuroscience and then looked at my mom and turned around and was like, sorry, I'm going for law. She'd be like, what? No, the, she, what would, the- she would say that because you would be a semester away from graduating with your neuroscience degree <laughs> and then say I'm going for law. <laughs> oh my God. I'm pretty sure my mom would slit my throat. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, okay. Well, uh, Mine's like super sappy, but I was going to say if you would win an everyday activity, it'd be like baking or being like, this is going to sound super misogynistic, so don't take it that way. But um, being a housewife, because since we've been in quarantine, you're like always cooking and baking and Chad always seems happy in the other room, like just doing his own thing. You know, you guys just seem like good housewife, you know, with your your little guinea pig. Oh, yeah like you care about how you look and how you are with your husband and um yeah I mean I didn't shave for three months and told my boyfriend to get over it so (laughs) (laughs) actually oh my god I tried my mom bought me an at-home wax kit and so I was like okay I'll try it so I got stark ass naked on my dinner table with a bunch of towels down Uh and tried waxing myself and I have to send you the picture of my armpit because I literally ripped off not just like a layer of skin but so much skin that I had to have my arm above my head for three days because it was so I bruised my entire armpit like everything my it was terrible it was so painful and everything it was like I took I took off the wax there was just blood and hair everywhere and I was like oh me and then it took like half an hour to get because at that point I was like I just need to get all the hair off my armpit so then after one armpit was done and one layer like one strip of my shin I was like this is bullshit so I went to the shower and I shaved it all off and then the next day I got a phone call that my esthetician was working again and the wax clinic was open and they were they had appointments ready for me and I was like hmm Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. how do you fix a bad you. waxing job like you go to your hairdresser you're like i got a bad haircut can you fix it but how do you go into your situation um, and be like um i got a bad wax i hate shaving because it makes me super itchy and stubbly and like my hair grows so fast that i have to shave every freaking day mm-hmm. so i wax but then t gets frustrated because he's like it's 150 bucks a month why don't you just wax at home so then i wax at home and i was like this is why i don't do this so either you're gonna pay for me to go get my wax done or you're gonna shut up about it and he was like okay i get it i get it <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah could you imagine because also side note my mom did the at-home wax kit with her boyfriend she laid down on the table with all the towels and stuff and he waxed her but it took two hours so just imagining just imagine like getting your hair ripped out of you for two hours painful well tmi but she was waxing her coochie and her boyfriend was doing it and he let the wax drip a little too far down and i have had my esthetician put hot wax on my before and i literally i just went um that's a little hot and she immediately just goes oh my god i'm so sorry it started like blowing on my crotch because she was just trying to cool down like the wax and i was like what the so i get the pain my mom was feeling and she was trying to wax like her butt crack well her boyfriend let the wax drip a little too far low and she goes just rip it 
fast and so he <laughs> rips it fast and my mom literally like sprang up and just gasped for air and she told me she goes i swear to god he ripped my asshole inside out like i thought for sure my organs were on the table and my asshole was inside out and so she's like holy f- and she's talking to her boyfriend like is everything okay and he goes yeah yeah it looks great it looks great it's totally fine and then my mom quiets down and he goes um is there supposed to be blood on the thing when I, like the wax strip when I pull it off? And my mom was like, no. And so she turns over and she's like trying to get a mirror to look at her butt crack because she can't see what's going on. And she was just like, what the f-? And that's why I didn't have my boyfriend wax me because mm-hmm. I was like, if this is what happens to my armpit. After my mom told me that story, I was like, ain't nobody but a professional is going anywhere near my coochie. <laughs> that yep oh my god i was oh, crying goodness. i was laughing so hard when my mom told me that story though that is so funny. <laughs> yeah one of our friends just started selling um she makes her own sugar wax and she just started mm. selling it and chad decided to buy me some and i was like i have told you before i'm not going to wax myself i'm like if i ever do it i will go somewhere he's like but you've talked about it before i'm like yeah as in for my wedding and you would do it also. And then we decided, no. So if you <laughs> want to be the one to buy me this, you're also going to have it done to you. <laughs> and he was like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you already purchased it? Okay, we're waxing your ass too. It's like, okay. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> he was like, it can't honestly be that bad. And I was like, you know what? On my shins and my legs, you can wax my legs all day long. Yeah. The esthetician can wax my armpit all day long. But when I'm sitting there by myself trying to like stretch my skin and rip that shit, not happening. But ain't nobody but a professional going anywhere near my nether regions because, oh my fucking God. Uh-uh. Not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Also waxing yourself, even like my professional esthetician was talking to me about it and they don't wax themselves. You just, Mm -hmm. it's super hard and you always end up either missing spots or ripping chunks of your skin off or it's just like that is an Olympic event. And if there was a last place medal, that's where I would be. Yes. (laughs) And you can put all of that in the podcast. No shame. It is your question. All righty. Uh, <clears throat> I was trying to look ahead a little bit. What is... Okay, what's the silliest fear you have? Oh, I know I have one. It's kind of like that irrational fear of sharks being in the pool growing up. You've never experienced this. I know I talk to so many people and people always look at me like I'm a weirdo, but I know I'm not the only person out there who thought that there was a shark in the pool. Like it's just an irrational fear. That's really funny that you say I'm like the only person you've talked to who feels that way because I've never talked to anybody else who's never had that fear. Everyone else I've talked to is like, no, yeah, that's like a thing. Like all kids fear sharks in the pool. Like, yes, what? Yes, it's a real thing. But as an adult, I got into an argument with um, my partner about this the other day because we were driving. We go for drives in the mornings and stuff, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's dark out. And I I cannot drive in a forested, windy road area if it's dark out. I don't – even if I'm in the passenger seat, I just can't be in the car. It freaks me out. I get really bad anxiety. And T, T was like, Why? A normal response would be like, oh, I'm afraid we're going to fall off the cliff or like we're going to get in a car accident or whatever because it's dark and windy roads. Mm -hmm. My fear is that some evil clown's going to jump out of the forest and stop right in front of our car and kill us. And he was like, this isn't a horror film. Um, I don't understand. And I was like, look, I don't get it either. Wait, what was that year that all the clowns were 2016. Okay, yeah. 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 I don't really get it either. I just really genuinely get really bad anxiety being in the car late at night in the forest because I'm afraid someone's going to jump out of the forest into the middle of the road with a machete. Okay. That's, that's my, (laughs) that's my fear. (laughs) Yeah. What's yours? Um, mine is 
when I'm on an airplane, I, I am terrified to go to the bathroom because I am afraid that when I push the button that says flush, the floor is going to fall out from underneath me and it's going to flush me out of the plane. And so if I ever have to go to the bathroom on an airplane, I press the flush button and my feet are off. Like I grip the sink with my entire body and I pull my feet off the floor because in my head, the sink is connected to the wall. It's just the floor that falls out. So if the floor falls out, I'll be fine if I'm holding onto the sink, but it's, it's this like weirdest, irrational, most irrational fear ever. But I'm terrified that when I flush the toilet on an airplane, the floor is going to fall from out from underneath me. When I was younger, I used to have a fear of being on an airplane where my seat, specifically, just my seat, basically like Tom and Jerry were underneath me and they cut a circle underneath Mm -hmm. just my seat. And as we took off, my seat would just completely fall (laughs) through the plane and it would just be me. So I actually can't laugh at that because I 100% get it. It took me a while to grow out of that fear, but maybe you'll get there too one day. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's the worst. Like long flights, we had um, on our honeymoon. We flew from San Jose to Newark, and that was a like six six and a half hour flight. And I've never been on a flight that's longer than that. But even that, I managed to only go to the bathroom once. And then when we flew back, we flew from Minneapolis, which was a four hour flight. And I didn't go to the bathroom at all because I'm terrified, but I, I just, I won't drink anything. I'll make I don't sure. think that's healthy. No, I don't think it is either, <laughs> but I'm so afraid that when I press the button, it's going to flush me out of the plane. Like, yeah. That's really funny. But Four hours. I'm, there have been times I've gone to work for an eight hour shift and gone home and realized I never once went to the bathroom that I get. There have been a few flights where I've gone Portland to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, which is about a 10 hour flight. And there's no way you're holding your bladder that whole time. Yeah. Unless you're severely dehydrated. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you think about it, you, you hold it in your sleep. So it's not that ridiculous to think about. And I don't know about you, but Um, when I was in, when I was in elementary school, I like, again, that was more of a choice than anything (laughs) I just hated going to like a public restroom. That I get. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you, unless you are chugging water right before bed, your body just holds it. And then when you wake up in the morning, you got to go. I guess. I don't know. I don't really feel that one though, because T wakes up like three or four times in the middle of the night to go pee because he's also chunking, chunking. chugging water he'll like go to the bathroom to pee at like one o'clock in the morning and then he'll chug a whole water bottle in his sleep and then fall back asleep and so he's just like always always drinking water um and i go to the bathroom too at night so i guess yeah okay well maybe you just normal people then (laughs) (laughs) if you could go back in time as an observer no one can see you. You can't interact with anything, but basically you're just a fly on the wall. When would you go back to what? When would you want? Oh, I read that wrong. When would you want to go back to? Hmm. Honestly, I would love to watch the filming of a movie like Singing in the Rain. Just Mm -hmm. getting to see all of these absolutely amazing performers do their work and be on a film set that was like 70 years ago. Yeah. That just seems something like that would be really incredible. That's so funny you said that because I was thinking about the movie Hello, Dolly, and the time (laughs) when they were all wearing like those beautiful dresses and that that whole Louis Armstrong is singing there Mm -hmm. and um Barbara Streisand like yeah I just love how you (laughs) (laughs) yep 
this is why we're best friends. Oh my gosh. So we basically just answered that for each other. Yep. We're, we're not just best friends. We're the same person. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Here's a question that's sort of on the list, but add a twist to it. Okay. Because T and I got in a heated argument about this too. If you found a briefcase filled with $1 million in front of your door, what would you do with it? That's the question that's on the board, right? Mm -hmm. But the twist that T and I came up with is, would you take it if you knew it was drug money? Hmm. Okay. If I knew it was drug money, I would take a picture of it and turn it in. (laughs) Really? Yeah. T said that he would take it, but I was like, okay, if I know where the money's coming from, someone misdelivered, which means someone's dying because of this, because that's too much fucking money for it to just disappear. And some drug lord's not going to be like, oh yeah, man, it's cool that you did that. No, like someone's going to get shot. And I feel like the karma would be too heavy to hold on to that money. But then I also feel like, well, I could do a lot of good with that money. So then I'd be switching the karma around and I'd be okay with it. But I also am worried that like, what if they found me and they knew that I had all the drug money and then my whole life is just witness protection and running away from these drug lords. So I kind of like spun out of control with that question. (laughs) So I was like, I really don't know what I would do with it. T for sure said that he would take it. But his other friend was like, dude, I can't deal with the karma. I don't think my conscience, I don't know. I really don't know. But other people are like, heck yeah, I can take it. And then T's friend was like, fuck no, I'm not bringing that kind of juju into my life. Mm -mm." That's like walking around with a Ouija board. (laughs) I have always been such a rule follower. I like there's, I just, I couldn't, I, I just physically couldn't. And I, I ended up talking with some old friends a couple days ago and like friends that I had in like elementary school. And we were talking about our, when we were in fifth grade together and (laughs) our fifth grade teacher used to make us run suicides if we misbehaved. And it apparently we had a sub one time and I me, none of the rest of the class, just me, made sure that the substitute teacher knew that she had to mark the number of times the class got out of hand so that we had to run that number of suicides. <laughs> and apparently, apparently, like, my friends have still held that grudge against me. <laughs> you were a dick. You were the kid that ratted out the class. You were the kid that reminded the teacher that there was homework due. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh my God. <laughs> it's yeah. You know I, I felt not bad in for that one. Yeah. I would feel bad about that one too. But my mom has also been huge on absolutely no lying. I can't really lie to save my life. And if I do the truth, like immediately comes out because I just can't hold on to that. And I've been such a rule follower that one time my mom, I was 15 and I had my permit and my mom asked me to back the car out of the driveway and park it on the side of the street. And I literally had a panic attack in my car because I was like, what if a cop drives by and asks me for my license and I tell them that I only have a permit and I like, I'm not supposed to be driving in a car by myself, but I was like, just be rational. You're only moving it from the, from the garage to the side of the Totally fine. But I was full-blown having a panic attack and my mom was like you are absolutely dumb because (laughs) you're not going anywhere and like it's not a big deal but I was like but it's against the law to be in the car without a parent since I don't have my driver's license yet and my mom was like Jesus Christ I know I told (laughs) you to like follow the rules but holy shit yeah yeah I'm a rule follower Mm -hmm. Moral principles. My mom, in my house, it wasn't what would Jesus do? It would be, it always was, would my mother do this? And if the answer is no, then don't do it. And if you're afraid to even tell your mother about the option of doing it, (laughs) then you really know you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. 
Yeah. My mama don't mess around. Okay. Your question. Um, ooh, I like, um, I had to answer a similar question the other day. And I'm curious because I feel like our situations in this would be really similar, but I'm curious if they would like where they would differ. But the question is, what's the most relaxing situation you can imagine? I saw that question and I thought about it too. For me, I'd probably be, I picture myself in a hammock with some sunshine probably a mountain and some trees lots of trees lots of plants but like the perfect temperature not too much humidity not too cold i don't want my hair getting too frizzy you know i don't want to be sweating and i just want to kill it and just know for an absolute fact that there is not a single human besides my partner within at least a hundred mile radius, then I would feel truly at peace. (laughs) Yeah. I, I completely agree on the alone thing and in nature, mine would be on the beach somewhere, um, somewhere warm on the beach. Mm -hmm. Um, and it would have to be post spa day like it like I would have to already have gotten a massage facial like I need to be pampered (laughs) to be in that spot and I need to be eating a like fresh baked chocolate chip cookie Ooh, that sounds so yummy yeah yes yeah I feel like I'd want the beautiful scenery but also uh, I need I need some form of water, which is why I say the mountain because at least you've got some runoff, you know, mm-hmm. some sunshine, but not. I don't like being too hot because then when you're sweaty, you start to stink, and then it's like, well, if I don't have a shower where I'm at, then I can't clean myself, you know. Mm-hmm. But then again, also the feeling of like being out all day in the sun. And knowing you have maybe just a bit of a sunburn, but you definitely got some color. And then you go back to your room and you take a shower and then you go out to dinner afterwards. Ugh, it's euphoric. Okay, here's a good question. What's the most ridiculous thing you've ever done because you were bored? I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't necessarily get bored. I don't let myself get bored. Yeah. Like... Is that growing up with parents who said boredom was a state of mind? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. But my because that was my parents. My dad, <laughs> my dad used to tell me that I needed to learn how to be bored. I needed to be okay with just he. He made sure that I that my sister and I knew that like there are times in your life where you have to just sit there. You have to be yeah. okay with just having nothing to do. And I think that's why I still have a very active imagination because I can totally just sit there for like a six hour car ride, not talk to anyone, not do anything and just be completely okay with being in my own head. And so I don't know. I haven't really done anything ridiculous because I was bored. What about you? Well, uh, my parents always said boredom was a state of mind. And if we were ever told my parents we were bored, they'd give us like a list of chores to do. Oh, my parents did the same thing. Yep. My dad would be like, oh, you're bored? Here, clean the windows. Like, I'll give you something to do. No. Exactly. And so we learned to never use those words because it just wasn't an option. Um, So because of that, I learned to just always keep myself stupid busy Mm -hmm. and my family has always functioned off of I think we talked a little bit about this before too even on the weekends you get up at seven in the morning you do your chores you immediately start going and it's just non-stop like always go 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 and because there is always something to be do there's always some maintenance there's always something to do Mm -hmm. so um when my 
when T went on vacation this last winter with us and we went to the ski resort in New Hampshire, even though we were like ungodly sore and could barely move, it was up at 7 a.m., ski boots on, go to the mountain. And even though we were tired, because the principle of it was you're here to ski, you're going to get every ounce of skiing you possibly can. And we were non-stop. And T was like, don't you guys ever just like fucking relax like honestly he was exhausted and he was just like don't you guys ever just like stop and not do anything and my mom kind of looked at him and was like uh no like (laughs) what do you mean Mm -hmm. Uh, and even my mom's boyfriend now like they'll watch movies they'll watch like three movies in a row and then all of a sudden it's like eight o'clock at night and her boyfriend's mopping the floor and cleaning the kitchen and she's like what are you doing and he goes well knowing you and your ADD and your we always have to be doing something you're about to get really frustrated that we spent the whole day watching movies and we didn't clean the house or do anything productive so I'm doing it now so that you can stay calm and everything will be okay so he knows her enough and then my mom preaches to me and she's like, you have to learn to just be okay with not doing anything. And it's like, I, as a grown woman with my own partner in my own house, still feel guilty. If I've done nothing during the day and T comes home from work and I've got nothing to report to him, mm-hmm. it's like humiliated. Oh, like yeah. I cannot, I cannot sit there and just say, I did absolutely nothing. There's no part of me that feels good about that. I just feel like, I'm just trash. And so T comes home and he's like, what did you do today? And I was like, oh, I've done this and this and this and this and this. And the other day he was like, wow, you just, you just don't quit. Do you? (laughs) It's like, no, there are things to do. So I don't get bored because I know that there's always something to do. And if you can't figure it out, then like make something, you know? Yep. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you know, lost my job and then school was out and I was like, okay, I have nothing to do for three weeks. So what am I going to do? So we started podcasting. I started crafting more. I started acting classes. Like I'm keeping myself busy, you know, like you got to figure something out. When quarantine first happened, the first two weeks, I was in like total panic mode because I was just like, oh my God, all I've ever done is have like really high stress jobs and go to school and blah, 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 blah. And now everything's from home. And I could just feel my anxiety. And T was like, um, so I kind of got really depressed actually for a little bit. And I like totally had a freak out. And then T came home and I had taken over the kitchen because I was making essential oil candles. And he was like, you know, I'm glad to see you doing something. And so whether it's making candles or working on my plants and constantly repotting them, or now I'm sewing and I've made, I've spent, I did the math. I've spent close to 30 hours the last week and a half just sewing and making masks because it keeps me physically moving while I'm stuck inside my house. So I'm listening to my lectures, but I'm doing stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, okay. So I guess there's the answer. Neither of us get bored. (laughs) At least not bored enough to do anything crazy. We just get productive. Exactly. Clean. <laughs> I guess that could be ridiculous, though, to some people. Yeah. If they're like, oh, my God, really? You clean when you're bored? And it's like, yeah, because afterwards my house feels good and it smells clean and I'm happy. Yep. Okay, yeah. let's do maybe um, two more and then be done. Okay. Okay, what's the question? Okay, so there was one in here that I'm going to change slightly. The question was like, what's one answer or what's one answer? What's one question? If, if you could have the answer to any one question, what question would you want the answer to? And I feel like that's kind of strange, but I like the concept. So I'm changing it to, if you're on a talk show, what is the mm. one question you would want them to ask you? If I just had all the time in the world to talk about all the places I've traveled and the stories that I have and the crazy stuff that my I've done and been through with all the people that I've traveled with, that's probably what I'd want to talk about because I've got a lot of stories. 
You do. You have a lot of stories. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. But it's fun. And I want to make more stories. I'm dying to go traveling. I would love, 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 love for us to just everyone get our passports and road trip down to Mexico. I don't know. What's a question you'd want a talk show host to ask you? I would want to be asked about, this is very vague, but what inspired me to do the thing that got me on that talk show? Ooh. What do you think, if you were to get onto a talk show, what do you think it would be for? I, okay, I can tell you what I hope it would be for. And my hope is that it would be uh, for promoting a new movie that I wrote, directed, or starred in, or all of the above. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I would want to. Wait, if you get anywhere big, will you please take me on your red carpet events? <laughs> just like one. I just want to be on one red carpet event. Yes. Okay. Is that don't forget me when you get big (laughs) yeah i don't know what i'm gonna be famous for but who knows i mean people who never intended to be famous end up famous sometimes yes but that's that's what i would hope it would be that's like michael sarah never intended to be famous but somehow ended up totally famous Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah or like um who is it terry cruz just like started doing extra work on films on the side because he thought it was fun and then started like just ended up getting parts because he just knew all these people like he never intended to do it he was just like yeah it seems like it would be fun to be an extra you know get to be on film sets and then made friends with all these people and they're like hey do you want to like act and be in this thing and so then like yeah (laughs) i love it love it um here's a A simple question. What nicknames have you had throughout your life? I have had three nicknames. Um, When I was really little, for whatever reason, my parents called me Gibbet. Gibbet? Yeah, Gibbet. G-I-B-B-I-T. They don't know where it came from. Like, they don't know why it just went like when I was really little, like when I was like a baby until I was like maybe three, they called me give it. What does that even mean? Um, it doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> um, my uncle has always called me Lails. For the record, a gibbet is a kind of gallows, an upright post with an arm projecting from the top on which formerly malefactors were hanged in chains and their bodies allowed to remain as a warning. It's that's actually a gibbet. We did look that up and it's pronounced it's pronounced with the. um, the, Yeah. Well, glad you're not that. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. And then my uncle has always called me Lails. And then like when I was in high school, I had a friend who called me Alfredo. Alfredo. Yeah. How about you? Huh? Um, growing up, I had a babysitter that used to take care of me since I was the age of two. So she's basically my, my mom works like hundred hour work weeks. And so she gave everybody a nickname at the daycare except for me. And I was like, basically, I'm your other daughter. Why don't I have a nickname? And she got so frustrated with me constantly begging her for a nickname and being upset about it that she called me Ralph. (laughs) I have no idea why. I don't know where it came from. She doesn't know where it came from, but I got stuck with Ralph for a really long time. And then my little cousin couldn't say Sophia, so he called me Fifi. And then that's just been my family name, but it's turned into variations of Fifer, Fifi's, Fifia, Fifernator, Fifi, like all sort of whatever. Um, T calls me pumpkin. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. <laughs> that's all I can really think of. Besides like the cutesy, like whatever your boyfriend gives you or your partner. Mm-hmm. 
those were the the big ones was and it's funny because he's nickname growing up his older sister ever since he was tiny tiny used to call him nini and we have no like n-i-n-i don't know why but she always called him nini and so her son our now nephew calls us uncle nini and auntie fifi and it absolutely melts my heart and makes my ovaries explode and it's really cute because just imagine a little five-year-old going auntie nini uncle fifi Uh i just that up but you know what i'm trying to say (laughs) Mm mm-hmm he just wrote us a thank you card for his birthday present, and it was also addressed to Uncle Nini and Auntie Fifi. That's and so I was cute. like, ah, it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. That's a really good note. I'm to never end calling on. you all. Yeah, I think it is, <laughs> but I'm never calling you Alfredo. Thank you. I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I won't call you Rolf. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> all righty. And on that note, that's the scoop with. Wait, what was your other? Oh, Gibbet with with little Gibbet and Fifi. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye.